Nomads, and welcome to episode three of the podcast, The Nomads of Fantasy. My name is Brandon. I am your host. I am also here with my friends, Eric and Dave. Do you guys want to say hello? Hello. I am Eric. Hello. I am David. Baba Booey to you all. Very nice. Um, yeah, so here we are, third episode in. We Last episode, we talked about Star Wars. We had a whole theme today. At recording, uh, we're leading up to E3 of 2021, so we were just kind of talking about the idea of just E3, so that'll be more or less a theme of this episode, but uh, I did want to sneak in some, you know, personal things that's going on, like what are you guys playing, if you're or watching, or anything like that, if you want to share that, I think it could be kind of cool to kind of just get to know what you guys are doing as far as your tastes. So let's start with Dave, and then Eric, you can hop in. Uh, sure. Um, as usual, uh, I've been chugging away with the kids on the old Wii U, the old reliable, playing Breath of the Wild, trying to finish that one up. That one is a, uh, they're chipping away at that one a little bit at a time. Uh, on our way through the third Divine Beast, no, done with three, three Divine Beasts, so that game just keeps going and going. I could see that one lasting for a while. Um, this week I did a little bit of dipping. I did my GTA Online dip. I did my Fallout 76 dip. You know, pop in, get my free stuff, see what's going on. Um, I actually started playing the original Final Fantasy VII this week because I have never Dude, played Dude, I, I, you've never played Okay, I, I keep forgetting wow. to ask you. I saw you playing it, and... It, dude, it's old. It's it, old, but what is it like? It's super old. It's got that, you know, that early 3D polygonal that where all the textures look like mud. But at the same time, the way, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's like a Flash game, the way they almost, the backgrounds work. Because it's like a render, and you're walking around this Over a, crappy 3D polygonal Yeah, the hand-painted backgrounds. Yep. Yeah, but those look like early, early, like, renders, like, mist kind of shit, so... That's uh, beautiful music, though, and the artwork is interesting. Yeah, the um, music gets a little repetitive. They they do a couple nice things in, in the, the early. In it. Yeah, they give you if you click the left stick, it uh speeds up to three times, so you don't got to sit through all the dumb animations all the time. So you get yeah, I do that on nine because I'm working on Final Fantasy nine on Game Pass. So yeah, dude, oh, that makes me happy that you're playing that because that's that's a game that has a very special place. Um, for me, as but yeah, I felt that it's kind of yeah. like a hole in my my gaming library. But I don't know. It, I looked on time to beat, and it's 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 like you know thirty six to forty ish hours of trudging through that. So I don't know if I I don't know how far I'm gonna end up getting. I may just just go through the f- when you leave the city Midgard. Uh, you can at that's the point you can stop. Um, but. You get to that point and then make that decision if you can, because that's the best. I think the first third of that game is the most fun. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. But that's uh, it was kind of a cool one to go back to and kind of see how they put those old ones together. It's got that. I like the battle system in it. It's it's timed and yeah, it's got the, the know, materia. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool how that's all set up. So between the materia, I've only got three guys in my crew so I'm, I'm still pretty early in the game but we'll see how it goes if you can if you can stick it out because i uh recently was playing i am playing the final fantasy 7 remake mm. and i'm just 
blown away. But you have to play the original to see how they re-envisioned it. And I would love for you, if you could, to you know get through like the part I said, because that's what they did with the remake. That's the only part goes they up did. To, only goes up to there when they leave mid yep. Okay. Yep. That's is that out on just PlayStation or is that on Xbox too? The remake. Just PlayStation right now, but it's supposed to it's supposed to come to Xbox Thorn eventually. That's next. That's next on my list of presents for myself is a new PlayStation because I'm a couple behind there. But it's been kind of all those. And I mean, over the weekend I tried out. It's on Game Pass, a game called Call of the Sea. Uh, it's kind of like an adventure game where you're going around and kind of poking at stuff. It's first person. It's got, you know, a nice kind of not cell shaded, but cartoony kind of look to it. But, you know, so far it's very story heavy. You're, you know, picking up things and turning them over to see if there's something written on the back. And then you're using that for a puzzle in another room, you know, and it's kind of, you know, kind of that adventure game aesthetic so far. But again, not too far into that one. We kind of got stuck on a puzzle and, as it happens, the wife fell asleep, so that's kind of where we ended. But I don't know yeah. if you've seen screenshots of it, Brandon, but it really reminds me of uh, Firewatch a lot, which I know you yes. like. Yes, <sighs> I love Firewatch. <laughs> I love that game. Yes, <laughs> um, I was thinking about playing it again, but I can't because my backlog is just so good, and I have some amazing games to play there. Um, well, are you watching anything cool, Dave? Or uh, we started this week, uh, Jupiter's Lament on Netflix, actually. And that's kind of their superhero show, I guess, that they're putting together. It's got some, you know, it's decent acting and decent effects and all that kind of stuff. The story is a little slow when you're comparing it to something like The Boys or Marvel movies and that kind of stuff. There's a lot more dialogue, a lot more brooding over whether it's good to kill bad people or not kill bad people or, you know, but there's a lot of that inner, inner conflict, family conflict and that kind of stuff, but it's only 10 episodes long. I think we're through like eight of them. So that one should be wrapping up. Okay. But eh, that's about it. You should watch what, um, Eric was telling us to watch, uh, my hero academia. Mm. Right. That's that's a teaser for superhero. Soon to come. Yeah. <laughs> There's your Easter egg. Uh, okay. Sounds like Eric. If you want to kind of plug in some of the things you've been working on, or some sure. worlds you have been visiting. <laughs> so, um, like I mentioned a couple episodes, well, episode one, I was working my way through Mario Galaxy. I'm still working my way through that. I have uh, eight more stars to get. Um, so I'm reaching the end. I think I'm at 112 stars right now. And, uh, I've never played it. Where do you, where do you rank it with the other Marios? Oh man. It's hard to tell. I mean, I'm, since I'm so close to it now, I want to say it's really high just because I've been enjoying it so much. I've played um, a little bit too, but yeah, I've liked, yeah, I just, I want to say it's high because it's really, it's the only Mario game so far that's you know grabbed me enough to stick with it and collect all 120 stars. Uh, um, so if I had to say like right now, it would be up there. It's it's hard to say what my favorite Mario game even is just because I love them all so much. I think I would probably say Super Mario World since it you know just 
Dude, so good. And it's like anytime you go back to it, it still holds up so well today. Um, it just feels so good to play. I, I Sometimes I just pop it on on the uh, Switch Online, the SNES Switch Online. They have Super Mario World on there. I'll just pop in, play a couple levels here and there, and it's just so it's just so fun. Um, something else I've been playing is uh, Wreckfest. Um, yeah, it looks just cool. got a PS. Yeah, it's it's really fun. That just got a PS5 upgrade, um, so you got 4K 60 FPS with that. My only gripe with that is that um, there's no save transfer yet. So I played a bunch of it on PS4. Um, so I, I can't really move any of my progress over to PS5 yet. They said it's coming, but it's just annoying. But it looks gorgeous. Um, that's, I mean, it's a, basically a spiritual successor to Destruction Derby, uh, from the PS1 days, which I have huge Dude, nostalgia for. Thank you, Eric. I do too. I didn't, I got it on the PC. I played it on DOS and I was obsessed with that game for a little bit. Uh, and that's cool that you did too because that's the the piece, uh, PlayStation. I didn't know it was ported to it. And when I got my PlayStation Classic, it was on there. And I'm like, oh, and like this is the same game, but with control. Oh, like dude, I'm glad that you like that game because I love that game. And this that's what that game scratches. Yep, yep. I played a lot of that as a kid. Yeah, it's got you know the derby mode, the racing mode. Um, it, it's Wreckfest has got some yeah. silly modes like uh, the couch racing and the lawnmower yeah. derbies and stuff yeah, like that. It's kind of cool. It's yeah, that's fun. Um, but that's a fun one. I've you should playing. try Dirt Five if you do have it. It's on Game Pass, I think. But um, yeah, it's actually oh, each level is really fun. I'm I'm learning, so I'm working through that. But go ahead. Yeah, um, I generally I like racing games. I like the more arcadey racing games. I'm not really into the racing sims. Right, that's why you should play Dirt 5, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I've tried, like, Gran Turismo, um, some of the ones on, like, PS4, and it's just, like, it's too simmy, like, too realistic, and it, i just not not into it. But, yeah, stuff like Wreckfest, obviously, Forza Horizon, uh, is so fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I check out Dirt. Um, I think... The last thing that I've been playing lately, I'm still cranking on Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yeah, dude. I think I'm getting, I think I'm getting close, kind of close to the end. I might be a little over halfway through. Um, I don't know. I I really like that game, but I'm getting a little bit bored of it. Um, That's what happens with most. You've already played it before, though. I played. I mean, this is the farthest I've gotten in it before. I've only played oh, like okay. the first few hours. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, I'm not feeling like the open world, um, aspect the of it. Is it the gameplay loop or is it like the, yeah, the, like the, some, the missions, I don't know. I'm finding they're a little bit boring. Um, I mean, fighting like actual fighting the monsters is, or, you know, the machines is fun. Um, and the story is interesting. I feel like it's starting to pick up. So I, I do want to stick with it just because I've heard the story is so good and goes in some pretty crazy places. Um, but I'm getting a little bit of that uh, open world fatigue. I don't know if I'm in the mood for it. I kind of want to take a break and play something else because I have like, like you were saying, I got Final Fantasy VII Remake lined up that I really want to check <sighs> out. Yes. Um, so good. So So good. Yeah. Uh, those, that's what I've been playing lately. As far as uh, TV shows, 
the wife and I have been watching The Handmaid's Tale season four. I don't know if you guys have seen The Handmaid's Tale. My wife watches that and she's really into it. And I remember Dave, like, well, Eric, like the girls at work that we used to work at, they they would watch that mm-hmm. show. They would go and put the TV on and during lunch and watch it. Remember? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's not I one like of those like, weird it, softcore like medieval porns, is it? No. No, 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 not no, at all. No, it's very, very not. Yeah, it's very dark and bleak. You should um, actually watch it. It's a, It's like a. Uh, it's not really fuck post-apocalyptic. It's alternate future. Um, Earth. Wherever you kind of go backwards, where women are in clearly inferior. Yeah, hundred percent second class. The only they, thing, the only thing they use women for is to basically breed um, new. You know, is to have children because there's. Like a population, uh, like shortage, uh, the fertility rate is like way down. Um, so it's it's a pretty dark show. Uh, you got to kind of mm-hmm. be in the mood for it. But so far, yeah, uh, season four has been. Yeah, great. my wife watched and she 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 watches everything and she she really likes that one. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it for me. No, well, I want to actually kind of segue a little bit into what our wives are watching because my wife is rewatching. Breaking Bad, oh. and yeah, and I can't watch God, that I love show Bad. over again because it's so sad. It's a sad. I could watch that show as a hundred times. Yeah, she just keeps like you know, we'll bump into each other during like lunch breaks or something like that, and she'll say, uh, you know, like just like, oh, the acting is really good, and just like the show and all that just like going back and i'm like yeah i just i can't do that where's that uh streaming on that's that's in one of my uh piles of shame still uh, i think it's still on netflix is it Mm -hmm. i think it's still on netflix there's like seven seasons of that though that's why i've never it's only five there's only five only five Five. Yeah. yeah 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 no you gotta watch it Dave. it goes quick it's like that's a bingeable show if there ever was it, it one. is, yeah, yeah, Dave. That and, and Sopranos, you would you would probably like it. Sopranos, was great. Those are I was, I've great. seen all those. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, um, but I've been playing a lot of Warzone, which Dave knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just love a multiplayer, so I can't like. Uh, I wish they played more single player game. But once I I just get bored of playing against the computer because every the thing with me I struggle with is um. I've been playing games for so long uh, that the only challenge I get is from a person. A game can be hard, like Bloodborne and um, Ninja Gaiden, but um, my challenge these days is kind of like just getting with my buddies and, and playing Warzone. But it's so intense, you do need a break and just kind of relax and play a game. So same my backlog map? is always there. What's this that? Is it the same big map or are you playing on the small one now? No, they blew it up uh, in Warzone recently, so it's like uh, they, they went back in time, so it's like 1980s. Actually, as of tonight, they just rolled out a 1980s action hero theme to it, so you can be like Rambo, John McClane, okay, all these characters. Sweet. Yeah, super cool, so they got 80 themes going on. But uh, um, but when I do take a break, I'm working on Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm in like the first quarter of that game it's i'm in the desert area finally um so which is nice and uh i've been dabbling with some games on game pass but um you know i my oh i did i did finish far cry 5 
Uh, I've never finished a Far Cry game before. I played one. Really? And yeah, and two, three, and four I missed. But you got to go back and play five. Three. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It, it ends kind of meh, but the the world that they build in those games is fun. And I just got just cause four either. I think from Game Pass. They did just add. And I remember game playing Pass, the. Yeah. Yeah, and I played the first Just Cause, and I loved it. Um, so I'm like, man, I can't wait for four. Like now that it, it's here, like I'm, I'm gonna probably try that out tomorrow. Um, that, is that, that a co-op one? Ah, I have no idea, dude. Yeah, the Far Cry. No idea. Far Cry's are all really good. That I think three kind yes, of set the, the set the template for four and five, where mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the co-op in five was fantastic. That that was definitely fun. That's how you do. That's how you do co-op. Taking over those little uh, bases or whatever you do to kind of you know take control of certain areas, and then you got to fight the boss, et cetera, et cetera. The, the cutscenes in that are super intense too. <laughs> they do not fuck around in Far Cry. No, they don't, dude. I love the uh, redneck cousins that when the ones that like to blow shit up, and obviously the because um, you get um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine allies that you can call upon two at any time mm-hmm. and each of them has their own abilities one guy's an airplane one guy one person uh this one woman she's like there's a helicopter um you get a dog a bear and a mountain lion i think yep. as well and you can just have you played it eric yeah i beat it um yeah. oh you did yep i always use the recently uh, then yeah that was like last year um cheeseburger I always that's what you gotta use Cheeseburger, yeah. I always use <laughs> one of the animals and the airplane dude because sometimes those like enemy planes will come out of nowhere and just fucking mow you down. So I always keep the airplane dude circling in the sky so he'll take care of those for me. Okay, yep. All right, same tactic. Okay, well, we've all played. I recently beat it, so um, the ending was... I did both options, and I was like, meh, this is whatever. I, I kind of knew it was going to end this way anyways, but... yeah. Hell of a hell of a world, so that's pretty cool. Um, let's go into E three stuff now. Um, and all right, so we know that E three is different, not even because of COVID, but even before that, like Sony bailed on that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, but and I've never been to E three. I don't think either you, ha- Dave, have you? I could maybe you have been. No, there. I've been to a couple PAXs, but that's about it. Okay. I mean, they just opened it up to, uh, like, you know, regular people a couple, you know, a couple years before they shut it right. down. It's, it's, it's changed a lot just in general. But anyway, so with E3, to us, right, because we've never gone, to us it's like a week of news and videos and demos. Dude, it's video game Christmas. Like, that's, it really is. That, that's what it is. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It, it definitely is, um, and I love it. Um, and it's just called E3 at this point, and it's just we know what it means. Um, even though Sony is doing their own thing around the same time ish, maybe a little bit later, um, but it, it draws a lot of attention on the industry. So, uh, Dave, I know you were when you you were talking about this. To- you brought up this topic. You were saying something about like your favorite moments during E3. I guess I do have a couple, but I would love to hear both of you guys kind of just share some of those things that you'll never forget. It's like E3 gets me excited because shit like this happened. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I mean, moments. There have been a couple recently. I mean, Keanu last year was pretty fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, even though Cyberpunk kind of came oh, out two years as a, ago. Yeah. As a wet turn, was it? Yeah. But that one, yeah. I mean, that yeah. was always kind of funny. I mean, we were talking earlier, like, yeah. it's not necessarily the the games that are announced. I mean, that's super awesome in its own, but it's always like, what the, what the hell kind of weird shit will they pull out of their hats to try and just generate buzz around their games or their consoles or stuff like there's Dude. always some sort of gimmick there's always some sort of weird shit that will go on um now that you mentioned that that reminds me of uh well the last year so, uh sony was at e3 you remember that when they brought out that uh, flute guy for i think it was ghost of tsushima and he played like a fucking like five minute <laughs> flute solo yeah, it should have been thirty seconds, but it was dope. It was just It was really good. It was I mean that I mean that was the whole thing is like Dave was saying to generate hype for the game. And it was like a kind of like a tone piece, but it it's cool that they do that type of stuff. Like you don't see that stuff anywhere else besides somewhere like E three. I like that Sony Yeah, Sony is very I think Sony always was the best at the conferences, typically. I mean Nintendo was the worst. Um, but yeah, Sony brought class, brought art to it. A little spectacle um, to it too, yeah. I thought they moved for the last yeah. of us too when they showed that demo at E3. They moved them to a like a separate location for that too, where it was you know all creeped out with they all sorts did. of weird yeah. shit. They did, yeah. They hit, yep. Yeah, they had their hiccups for sure. But I mean, give them credit. Like they did do something with the moment. But they announced uh, when they announced. I think I don't know if that when they announced Days Gone, but. They had like those like acrobats hanging from the ceiling, like they were like zombies. Yep. You remember that? They were like zombies hanging from the ceiling, and they were like all like twitching and stuff. That was that was cool. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm always yeah. looking for you know any of the classic franchises that come back. Those always get a, a big pop. So you know, whenever they are showing the next Elder Scrolls trailer, whenever they're showing the next Fallout trailer, the Fallout trailer, you know, that that always gets me going. But yeah. Dave, would would you admit there's a, a, like um, you know, like in a horror movie, like you go in the room, right, and you're like, there's suspense, and you know, like, oh shit, something's <laughs> gonna happen, like something's like something's gonna happen. We wouldn't be here in this scene if there's something was gonna happen, and it's like that with, like, when a conference comes, like when Ubisoft comes out or Xbox comes out, right, and they're they're doing their thing, like you know, like what's the what like what are we gonna see at the end? Like what's the closing thing? Like that's you're watching all your trailers, but you know the closing. Oh, and we have one more video. Yeah. We <laughs> don't show it, and yeah. it's one oh, more yeah. thing. Yep, throw your balls well, they, up on the table and show them how big. Yeah, it is, you know? that is that is cool. Sometimes it delivers, sometimes it doesn't. You know, but it, it does feel good when it's like. <gasps> well, Dave, oh you mentioned uh, you mentioned Fallout. Um, which that, I mean, that brings me to probably my favorite E3 moment is when they announced Fallout 4. Um, even though, I mean, I didn't love the game too much, but what was, well, what, what was it? What was the, so big, they, I mean, this, I can't remember this was basically, well, the whole big thing was that they showed the trailer for, or like the gameplay trailer for Fallout 4. Yeah. And then, so this was in June and then they said the game releases in November Oh, that's and everybody right. went crazy because it was like, that's right, dude. Fallout Four was like so anticipated. That was so they, We didn't hear anything about it, and then 
they drop it at E3 and then they say, okay, you can play it in three months. Like that. And, not, and, it, whatever, and it did come out, right? It did, yeah. There was no delay, right? Yep. Good. It came out the same year. And yeah, I, that, see, that's, that's, one that's of the, how you do it. I think that that's one of two games that I waited at GameStop for midnight release. Fallout 4 and GTA 5 are the two games that I went to mm. a midnight release for. But yeah, like, I don't know. It, that was, uh, I was in college right after I played, you know, finished Fallout 3 for the first time. So that was like extra special to me, that announcement. Yeah, I was just thinking about the Bethesda timetable and how how long they've been working on Starfield, and they could pull that again this year. That's one of the things that I'm anticipating. But it's it's interesting to see this next gen upon us now. It was kind of just nobody had exclusives, and Microsoft bought Bethesda, and it has Game Pass, right? So I don't know, man. Like. How big of a deal is something like this? Because PlayStation has had, clearly has had the best single player experiences you can find outside of maybe like Mario and Zelda on on Nintendo, but that's more about the gameplay, not the story. Where PlayStation, you know, had The Last of Us and Uncharted and all those other games that are just like God of War. Like, it's just so goddamn good. These are clearly the best of the best. And you know, with Microsoft getting Bethesda, this is a big deal in the industry because it's, I don't think they, I don't think they're going to deliver that as good of a experience as far as storytelling. I think Sony will always have that, at least for a while. But the gameplay plus story and all that stuff and just quality, like what, you know, pushing the industry with Microsoft's money now with Bethesda because they dropped $7.8 billion on the, on, on the purchase. What do you guys think this is going to do to the industry? What are we going to get? What's going to happen? What is this going to do to Sony and Nintendo and blah blah blah? You know, like E three definitely this year is going to be talking about it. But I don't know what do you what are you guys thinking about that? Because it's it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I think Sony and Nintendo are you know they've been doing their own thing for so long, um, especially Nintendo. Like I don't think Nintendo is really worried about what. Uh, Microsoft and Sony are doing. I mean, they they got their Switch that's on track to be the, you know, the best selling console ever. Um, you know, they're are they yeah, going to announce a yeah, Switch Pro? Yeah, that may um, get me to jump in there because I've been dying to get one of those. But I mean, the toughest thing with Nintendo yeah. is their exclusivity. Like they got good first party games, like any other game that comes out on, you know, multiple consoles, I'd rather play on, you know, an Xbox, but yeah, I don't know. Their console exclusives are kind of insane. Yeah, that's why, yeah, I always want to have a Nintendo console as my, like, you know, side console, because I want to play all the Nintendo exclusives. And then I have my main console, which is usually PlayStation. But now, I mean, like Brandon was saying, with this huge shakeup with the, the Bethesda acquisition... It, uh, it scares, I mean, it doesn't scare me, but like, um, I mean, just this will kind of date the podcast a little bit, but just this week they announced that Starfield is going to be Xbox exclusive. Yeah. The one, the one weird thing about that is they, they were pretty far into development of that game too, when they got bought out. So you got to assume that like 
do they just do they just keep it for themselves or maybe if the game if the game is really good six months down the line they're like all right you know that fucking playstation uh version you had yeah let's just finish that up and give that to those scoundrels over there on the playstation and then they double dip and they make their money anyways so i mean well eric finish what you're saying though about this in general i mean that i mean that leads into like the other future bethesda games elder scroll 6 um is obviously coming out that's not gonna be exclusive do you think i don't know i'm why wouldn't it be You'll make more money with it on PlayStation. I don't, too, I don't know though. if they really care about that. At this, I mean, Microsoft is has more money than freaking God. Like they're, <laughs> I don't really think they're worried about money. I think they're worried about building their platform they're and their be ecosystem Game Pass. into. Yeah. You know, they're bringing. Yeah, they're pushing Game Pass, especially. Okay, think about this: Elder Scrolls. This is how they're gonna make their ad campaign when for Game Pass when Elder Scrolls Six comes out. You can play the new Elder Scrolls game on Game Pass for, you know, they'll have their dollar promotion deal. You can play Elder Scrolls 6 for a dollar on Xbox if you have an, you know, if you don't even have to own an Xbox. You can play it on xCloud. You can stream it. You can, if you have a PC, you can get Game Pass on PC. Like, they just want you in their ecosystem. They don't, they're not worried about selling their boxes. I mean, obviously, you know. That's this is what they're good at, though. Yeah, this is what they want. They want, they want people to to dip their toe in the ecosystem, and then they're like, you know, once they get them in there, they're like, oh, maybe I should, you know, X Cloud is cool and all, but uh, I would get the best experience on a Series X or a Series well, S. Well, here's a question then: Do you think Xbox will kind of go away and Game Pass will take over? It'll be like Netflix. Netflix used to be DVDs in the mail, but then it just became a streaming service. The name stayed. So maybe Xbox will just become Xbox, and it's just like, what is Game Pass? But or the but the name Game Pass, I think, is really because they're rumoring that it'll be on on Nintendo well, because Nintendo and Xbox have this relationship that kind of started this gen, yeah, and uh, this last gen. And I don't know, I'm it's making me think now. Right you know, like what is the future? Game Pass is a big deal. I wouldn't it's be surprised if somewhere the down the line, I mean, this has been talked about before. But Xbox just releases like, you know, their own version of a streaming stick. It's a Game Pass stick that you plug into the back of your TV, and you have a controller, oh. and you just stream Jesus it right Christ, from that. Jesus Christ, dude! Are you kidding me? That is genius. Which oh I mean, my God. that's basically what the Series S is. I mean, it's it's obviously not streaming, but you know, it's it's got no disk drive. So there, I think they are headed that way. They'll still sell their boxes, and this is for like those are for more like the premium experience. Like if you want your 4K, you want your 60 FPS, all that good stuff, you get this. You know the Series X. But if you want to just play the games, you got you have options for X Cloud or you know just Game Pass on PC or you know. So they they don't care as much about the box as they do about getting you in you know on their platform like they've acquired so many of these so quickly and you know once they start to you know start to all work together cohesively and they start to line up their release dates so obsidians will release something in the fall and then arcane will release something in the spring and then bethesda releases something in the summer and then they're just going to start i mean they have so many companies making games that they can you know start having them work together and start just churning out games which is just going to make 
Game Pass kind of, I mean, you're going to put it in every household in America. Don Matrick was right the whole time. Everybody's always online. He just pulled the trigger a little too early there, buddy. But. I think going back to E3, I mean, I know Sony's not officially part of E3, but they'll do their state of play, you know, sometime in the E3 time frame. But, I mean, I guess a prediction for me from them would be, I think they are gearing up to release some sort of Game Pass, answer to Game Pass. Um, I mean, they already have their PlayStation, they already have their PlayStation Now service with, you know, their streaming games, but it's not really close to Game Pass with, like, the day one exclusives and all that stuff, which I don't know if Sony is ever going to be able to pull that off, like, put their exclusives out on the streaming platform day one when they release. I just don't know if Sony will ever do that, but I feel like they have to come up with something for Game Pass, and they should rebrand PlayStation Now, bundle it into PlayStation Plus, and then it's one price like Xbox does for yes. Game Dude, Pass Ultimate. I have, I have to agree, because I've been rocking out my PS4 lately to, to catch up with these... um amazing single-player games that I've been missing out on. And uh, I have Plus because I want the freebies. And I'm just yep. like, just Train one thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> Xbox just did this. They they have Live, they have Game Pass, they have Gold. Now they kind of just got it all as one thing now and it makes it so much easier. Um, it's that sweet spot. And I, I I can't wait for it to be like this. This is what it needs to be. Unless you like physical shit, which I don't. I love digital. Um, but, you know, just service after again, versus service versus service sounds pretty cool with me. I mean, Nintendo's going to be Nintendo. They're a game company. Like, they make games that are... I don't know. They, uh, they have a... I don't know. Sony does this too. Dave, you don't really play on the PlayStation much, but I do like um, how the sounds that come out of the PS4 controller... And Xbox doesn't do that. I'm very Even jealous I of that. Love the X- <laughs> Xbox is a fantastic controller. Like it's the best design, but it has nothing else beyond that gorgeous design. But a PlayStation controller has sound, and the light faces away from you instead of at you. I like that. And with the DualSense, you got the haptics and the triggers. That seriously, that is you know, it's it. I think it does enhance the experience. It can feel gimmicky on some games, but if they use it right. It feels really good. odyssey is so perfect i loved it you know i gotta finish it i got a couple more worlds to do but i, I just when i play it, i'm like 
this is so good. It's <laughs> so good. Um, you know, so I don't know. It's just, I don't know really where I was going with that other than that I just, um, I root for all of them. Yeah, and E3 mm-hmm. just kind of lets them kind of have a stab at each other. Um, kind of like one up, like, well, I did this, I did that. PlayStation was cute with, like, hey, like, Xbox fucked up with the always online kind of thing. And they, like, just give somebody a game, you know, like, haha, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But um, overall, they, they got to, you know, we all have to support each other because we want the best games to come out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good number. Three three consoles. I'm sorry, Stadia. You're not <laughs> you're not in this. Yeah, it's fun to watch them compete, um, like you said, and push each other. Um yeah, and it's it's only gonna benefit gamers um if each of them are trying to, you know, one up each other. Um with, you know, Xbox with all their acquisitions. Like they're gonna be hopefully we're gonna see, you know, some output from those studios that they acquired um i think we're like i said i told you i messaged you this before brandon but i still think we're waiting to see that first big wave of you know new games from all of those studio acquisitions i mean we got like bleeding edge from uh, ninja theory um and i know they have the sequel to senua's sacrifice in the line in the line you know in the future um but Thinking about all of those studios they acquired, I mean, they have some, like, announced games that are out there, like that new RPG from Obsidian I f- that I forgot the name of. Um, uh, there's Avowed. Fable. Yeah, Avowed. Yep, that's Avowed, it. Avowed, it looks, yeah. If that can be, you know, give Skyrim a yep. little push, maybe make Bethesda rework their physics engine so it's <laughs> fix their animations, please. Give us a give us a smooth game, Obsidian. Let us yeah. Let us see what could be. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping you know we start seeing the uh, the output from all of those studios soon. Um, obviously, Bethesda always has stuff in the works. Um, you know that's coming down the pipeline. Starfield, I'm super excited for. Um, and if that is an Xbox exclusive, then I might just have to get a better Xbox. <laughs> So right now I'm still working with my base Xbox One. I yeah, just don't play Cyberpunk. Whatever you do, that might start smoking or something like that. Let's not forget this is our second year of the uh, Summer Game Fest, so the yep. Indies get a little bit a little bit of shine on them too, which will be nice. I think they're starting that one earlier. I it's think that right was supposed to kick off E3. E3, yeah. So. I was like watching that to see like, you know, cause you're always going to be, you know, looking through the Microsoft's well, Microsoft, whatever, looking through your game store and seeing what's on sale every week or month or whatever. And oh, dude, some of those games that, that you see during the summer game fest, you know, you'll see one on sale for like 10, 15 bucks. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to support an indie developer, you know, try this game. And even if, you know, you only play it for a couple hours, you know, whatever, it's not a, not a big investment. And you know, every once in a while you get the, you get the crazy little indies that, Put out some gold. What's that? Uh, there's one coming this year. I'm supposed to see again. Uh, Twelve minutes, I believe. Yeah. Is there any that game looks, that was getting that game looks on? really good. And that one looks and they, yeah, super cool. Did you say they revamped like the voice cast for that game? Um, they, yeah, I saw they that. got like Willem Dafoe, uh, a couple other, yeah, that means a couple other good. big names. 
if a big name is saying yes to that project, that means it's going to be good because there's no reason for them to say yes. You know, yeah. think about it. I mean, like that, that's promising. Somebody's got a fucking eye at Microsoft where they're just seeing quality and like do this and then they're doing it. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, that, I noticed that too, Eric. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love indie games. The switch, I basically use my switch almost exclusively as an indie machine. Um, cause I mean, they, they put out all the good indie games on, on that. And then I, you know, it's portable, have of, it with me Game Pass. on game pass. Game pass is a great place for indies. Um, a lot of the ones I want to play, I'll just, I'll see them download them and never get back to them. <laughs> I, I have so many that are downloaded that I'm like, yeah, one day I'll come back Zero, to this and Katana, play this. Katana Zero? I played that on Switch. Very good. Katana game. Zero, thank yep. you. Okay, yes, that's what it was. Yes. Amazing music, amazing artwork, pretty complicated uh, mechan- uh, gameplay mechanics, but um, I got really far in that game. I didn't finish it, but... Yep, I beat oh, that. that. Towards the end, really it gets good. it gets a little bit frustrating uh, with the mechanics. Yeah, that's because I mean it's trippy, it's yeah. it's less of an ac- so action trippy. game and more it's more a, of a puzzle game. Like you have to make sure it that is a puzzle. Yeah, you have to make sure. Okay, like I'm gonna kill this guy first and then kill this guy before he shoots me, and then like you know you gotta plan out your run before you execute it. Um, but yeah, I like that one. So I feel at at this point, we've been talking a lot about Microsoft and Sony, but I do want to take a second and actually kind of just talk about some Nintendo love. I know we touched around it with Mario, but games like uh, Breath of the Wild, which even though I personally don't have much love for it at all, uh, I do know that it's a big deal. And a game like that is kind of what helped sell the Switch, right? And... You know, I know with this E3, they're probably going to talk about Breath of the Wild 2. There are pillar franchises, and Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo does. Do you think a game like Breath of the Wild 2, because Breath of the Wild really did something different for the open world genre, where it said, hey, you better be able to climb everything in this shit. But with Breath of the Wild 2, is it possible that that sequel can do anything more to push the genre and help sell more Nintendos? I think, I think breath of the wild Two will be interesting because it's, you know, in the legend of Zelda series, there really haven't been many like direct sequels. Um, so That's I mean, a good point. I mean, you got Zelda one and then there, they called it Zelda two, which I guess is supposed like to be the sequel. Yeah. I um, played nothing like it. <laughs> you have uh, Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask is basically a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time. Um, but those are really the only two examples that I can think of that are direct sequels in the Legend of Zelda series. There might be one I'm missing, but it's interesting that we're getting Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. So it's going to be... My my guess is based on the trailer is that it's going to be you know the same Hyrule but it's like plunged into like a dark world type thing, kind of like a link to the past type deals where it's the same game world but you have you know the dark version of the world. So they're gonna yeah. Ch- so I think they're gonna change it in that way. Um, I think as far no as online. I have no way. I, I don't think there will be. Um, I mean, it's Nintendo. They they always fuck up their online when they put it in there anyways. 
but yeah, as as far as mechanics go, I'm not sure how they can really expand upon that. I'm not I'm not sure if they're looking to do that or just um, changing up the gameplay with the whole uh, Dark World thing and making you know a better maybe a better story. Um, but as far as mechanics go, I think the mechanics in Breath of the Wild are pretty sound. I mean, they're going to use, I'm assuming they're going to use the same engine. Um, so I think since Breath of the Wild 1 was so huge, like the sequel is, it's going to move Switches. Um, and if it comes out alongside the Switch Pro, um, like that'll be huge. Uh, and I'm, I'm really hoping they don't make it like exclusive to the new, uh, more powerful switch, like, and, you know, the previous switch can't run it, because they've done that before with, like, the 3DS and then the new 3DS, like, they've had exclusive games, like, to the next, you know, jump up, um, so I'm, I'm really hoping they don't do that with Breath of the Wild 2, but I think they are gonna market that alongside the Switch Pro and be like, oh yeah, you'll get the best experience on the new Switch, um, so I think which is what they did with the Breath of the Wild with the Wii U. It's like I'm playing it on the Wii U. Exactly. Which you can tell it was an yeah. afterthought. They don't even use the gamepad on the Wii U. That's horrible. Yeah, the inventory the inventory would, would be perfect to use on the Wii I U know. gamepad. I know. That's what I'm saying. It just flashes the logo up and down, up and down. It's actually more annoying than it is to just not have anything on there. They just made a black logo or something on there, but. Nintendo could have some other stuff. Do we see Metroid Prime this year? Like everybody's been Metroid Prime Four. Dying that's, to see that. We're still for, waiting for that. That that did move studios. So did they reboot that from the beginning, or did they take move on from where they were going from there? Uh, I'm sure they'll have some silly Pokemon game that I'm not interested, but Eric will probably love. I'm not sure. I don't gotta catch them all, but. They've they've announced a couple of Pokemon games already. I don't know if they'll show more of the newer ones um, at E3, but uh, yeah, um, Bayonetta three is another one that's been uh, kind of uh, rumored for. A while. I mean, it's not been rumored; it's announced, but they haven't showed anything from it. Um, I'm trying to think what else Nintendo really has in the pipeline. Game Pass. I, they really haven't Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I saw that. It might be a thing. I hope so. I would love that. That'd be perfect for me. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping for like... Sure, get those Nintendo games on the Xbox. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen, Nintendo... With Nintendo, it's a one-way one way street. Like, okay, yeah, they'll let other people get stuff on their platform, but they're not going to They're not gonna go like the Disney? other way. Like Disney? Yeah, right. I get that, dude. I get that. It's. I think it's amazing how much money Nintendo makes purely by re-releasing old games on new platforms. Like, if they... I know. If they, like like I was saying before, Zelda 35th anniversary this year, I, I guarantee they're going to announce something Zelda-related, like Ocarina... Or not Ocarina. Um, uh, Wind Waker. Bring Wind Waker to the Switch. Uh, that'll sell, like, that. Skyward Sword millions. comes out in, like, a month or two. The HD remake. Never played it? I never played it. Um, I haven't heard great things. <laughs> no, that was a it was a very motion heavy one. I uh, I skipped that one as well. But I do like we'll they see. did change up the controls for it. They they took. I mean, you can still use the motion controls for Switch, but you can also use like the analog stick to swing the sword. 
which is interesting. Um, That's it should always be an option. Yeah, uh, but I don't, I don't know if I'll spend sixty bucks on that. Um, when you, as you talk about Nintendo, I keep thinking about the the topic of cringe, and I just want to address one of the issues I've always had with E three is the cringe that comes with it. The like, does is this how the industry views their target audience? Do they really think we think this is cool? They've all done it. Xbox, Ubisoft, um, especially Ubisoft, God, Nintendo. Ubisoft is the worst, dude. They are so bad. They come out with their uh, like so just bad. dance uh, dancers every year and do that like five minute <laughs> dance number. Oh, pass. Well. That's why Nintendo finally figured out they weren't good at live presentations and just went with the Nintendo Direct style where they just Those make their pre-cut so video and just... So boring. Reggie's not there's good no, live no or what, back in the day. And yeah. yeah. I didn't even like think he was that good. He was like a doofus. Like, cool guy. Like, I liked what he did, but... Meh. He invented the Bigfoot pizza. Leave him alone. He did invent the Bigfoot <laughs> pizza. Now they got Doug Bowser <laughs> yeah, in there. Pizza Hut, yeah. Yeah, how yeah. does how does that happen? That's you just yeah, happen to have something in there. That's ridiculous. That's kind of crazy. But is there anything you guys are specifically looking forward to from this E3? This one, uh, just I want to see a good Halo Infinite gameplay because, like, I understood what they did the last time they rolled it out, but I also knew like why people are upset. So is that I coming just out this like, year? Just no, they've already confirmed um, it's not. Not yeah, 2021? Yep, delayed. Really? No. I thought it was this Christmas. Okay, maybe they not. Pushed it might get delayed. They and, pushed um, it, yeah. Which is insane because it got pushed already big time. But uh, I want to see something very promising. I want to see um, Overwatch 2. I want to see something from that. Are you excited for Overwatch 2? Like, I mean, I'm not a huge Overwatch fan. <laughs> I'm weirded out by Overwatch 2, but I also learned my lesson with Overwatch. I wasn't Is, that, is Overwatch in, 2 in Overwatch. what Overwatch fans want from Overwatch? Like, Dude, Overwatch 1 is so perfect that there's nothing to do with it except add characters to it, like League of Legends or whatever, right? And all they're really doing with 2, it's interesting, because it's like, this, this is a good question, because... Sometimes you have a game that is so good, there's no reason to evolve it. World of Warcraft, just add expansions, right? But like, they kind of, and those expansions kind of evolve the gameplay. But uh, Warzone's doing this. It's like, here's Warzone, but like Modern Warfare was the game that kind of was rolled out with it. And then Cold War came out. And it's like, but you can still play Warzone. It just has like some things from, from the new Call of Duty in it. And that's what Overwatch is kind of doing, something like that, where it's like, we know you like Overwatch 1, and we're not going to get rid of Overwatch 1. You can play Overwatch 1 with Overwatch 2 people, but Overwatch 2 is going to let you do single-player, kind of co-op, whatever stuff. I think maybe it's co-op, I don't know. But like like raids or play, you know, you're going against a computer. And like those events they used to have. They used to have like Junkenstein's Revenge or like those horde-based modes and that kind of stuff. They'll throw, they'll get... You know, sprinkle a little bit of flavor all around there. I, dude, Dave knows how much I friggin' love Overwatch. And it's good. It's yeah, I don't know. I'm worried. Months, they, months of our lives for a while. Dude, a 
yes, yes, love that game. Zarya, yo, 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 I love Zarya. Um, yeah, so I don't know, but I, I would love to see something about that game. What about you guys? Oh, man. Um, I think, I mean, the big obvious ones I think we already touched on were Breath of the Wild 2. There's no way that they're not going to... God of War might have something. I Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about, you know, just E3 time area. I mean, Sony's not part of E3, but whatever. It's It, it counts in the same... Whatever. Yeah. It counts in the, the same the thing. The in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I hope to God that we see something from God of War, um, the new God of War game. Uh, because that would be fantastic. Yeah. 2018 one was one of my favorite games <laughs> of all time. So I... Yeah, I gotta finish it, but it's so like good. It's they so set good. it up get... nicely for the sequel too, so we'll see. Ooh, okay. yeah, I don't know if uh, you never you haven't finished it yet, Brandon. I don't finish anything. I, I'm really bad. Come um, on, that's one you I get have distracted. To I know. I will. That is one you down. have to finish. Okay, and I'll I'll tell you this: um, if you do end up finishing it after the credits, make sure you go back to the house. That okay. is what I'll say. No, I won't say anything else, but that's an important part. Because you'll see credits, and then after that, you have to go back to the house to see, like, the true ending. So, Ooh, just remember okay. that. Okay, okay, I will. Um, but yeah, God of War, I mean, Ragnarok, I don't know if that's the actual official name for it or not, but um, that, I really hope we see something from that. Um, I don't know, It's it's tough... Because there's so many, like, games that haven't been announced yet. Like, I'm excited to see what is actually, what, something new that's going to be announced. I'm looking forward to... Or something, like, forward to what getting brought back. uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to what, you know, Next Gen has to offer more. Because, like, you know, we haven't gotten a ton of PS5 announcements yet. Um, so I'm just I I really hope Sony has something that big that they're lining up for uh, announcement wise. That's what I got. I think they showed a trailer last year, but uh, I gotta look up who is working on it. But there's a game uh, Avalanche Software is making it uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh. Oh, and it's an oh, actual RPG. Man, that looks yeah, so Hogwarts. good. And that one looks like that. I one got delayed. I forgot yes. about amazing. that one. That is uh, I forgot about that one. Technically, uh, no, Avalanche isn't into the. It's hard to remember who's in the the Microsoft bundle, but there's a couple of them that Microsoft. WB, has. yeah. Like they got that Machine Games announced uh, Indiana Jones game a little while ago. I don't know if they'll actually show any. Mm-hmm. Like it could be like a teaser or something. If anybody knows how to shoot up uh, Nazis, those guys do. You throw some Indiana mm-hmm. Jones in there, slow it down a little bit, add a whip. Holy smacks, <laughs> dude! That is get out of here. You're telling me that's Xbox exclusive? That's, uh, it says Machine Games. Uh, it's on the. Um, that's a studio by Xbox, Xbox. So. so. Yep. They opened up that new initiative studio too, and they actually technically haven't released anything out of there yet. So it's said that they're working on the new Perfect Dark, which would be kind of cool. Which old games, I think people have fond memories of, but but there's uh, anything that Bethesda kind of announces, I'm kind of all over. Whether Starfield, Elder Scrolls, seventy six updates, I need me some more seventy six. Yeah, stuff Fallout seventy six expansion. Hey, they're still chugging along. I mean. 
They they put out playing? a couple updates. Dipping in, Dave. Here and there, I finished up the story. I did some of the DLCs, but I mean, all the DLCs are free for you too. They've updated a lot of stuff with the leveling. They just uh, added perk machines so you can switch out your classes, basically, more or less, and you can just reorganize mm-hmm. everything without having to grind levels, which is super nice. So they've been doing a lot hey, of Dave. good update on seventy six. Yep. Uh, my brother has the Fallout uh, cookbook. Oh yeah. Um, he says he really, really like. Yeah, he said it's definitely better than the Star Wars cookbook. Um, I, I don't know if you would be interested in it, but I feel like that's something that you could oh. probably get into. I might have to keep an eye uh, for that. Would you substitute yeah. for Rad Roach? I don't know what you put in there. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. So this year, this year will be interesting. I think Xbox is definitely poised to just kind of have a a memorable. If they don't drop the ball, if they don't kind of, meh, I don't think they will. I don't think they will because the last two years they've been kind of like cleaning up their mess or last two, last like seven or whatever, but, you know, kind of fixing themselves. But I think now with what Phil Spencer has done with Game Pass, uh, all that stuff, um, Sony just is, I just hope they don't kind of get too cocky and think they can just rely on, I hope they have, like you said, like something, something... I don't know, something up their sleeve, something awesome. It better be like a Game Pass thing, or maybe who knows what they're going to do. I mean, they have this shiny new console. They got to start uh, cranking out the games for it. Yeah, yes, they do. And then Nintendo's going to Nintendo, so I think they're, we know they're going to do it, but whatever, they might surprise us with something really cool. Um, I would love to see Bioshock represented in some way, dude. I <laughs> love Bioshock. Keep wishing. I, I'd love to see something too. I don't think I don't know, even know who owns that. Right, Two K's got it somewhere, but they closed. Two K has it. Insomniacs who made it, isn't it? And I think yeah, that studio is no uh, irrational. Was it? Well, irrational oh, closed themselves. But then, but yeah, something happened there. Yep, irrational. You're right. Yep. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, even know but I don't know if that's gonna on. happen. That would be fantastic, though. Where do you go? Where do you yeah. go to the moon? Uh, God, I don't know. I mean, who knows where they'll take it? I just want, I want it. I just love, <laughs> You know love, it's going to be good. I love the first one, and I totally loved Infinite. And two is, like, pretty good, but I love Infinite so goddamn much. What if they just came much. out with a, uh, I could see them doing, a, like, a Bioshock 1 remake. They could use a little Do you think it's date. too soon for that? Do you think no, well, they just did the remaster. That? Like one, okay. one you'd have to change some stuff. I mean, they only let you use a gun or a plasmid with one hand, basically. And two's where they introduced the dual wielding. So, tools pro- two's probably got the better game mechanics that wouldn't feel as clunky these days. But one, the, I think one, the story in one is great. I mean, there's no real end boss in the game, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh my god, yeah. We'll have a bio- hey, whatever. Maybe a Bioshock. We'll have a t- trailer or gameplay, and we can get into some Bioshock love one time. But we should do a let's play. Yeah, we should. We should do a let's play. Well, we'll we'll start getting on um, some video platform. We'll, we'll, this show will definitely grow beyond what we're doing now. But uh, right now, it's just a couple of dudes just kind of talking about cool stuff. Uh, I've been talking about an RE7 stream I want to do. Listen, oh, I know. I want to. I we should play through that game. Okay. Together. Yes. 
Dave and I are too scared. We're 40 years old, and we're country. too scared to play that game. It's fucking dark and out here. And both of us put in... It's like wolves yeah, and shit. Dude. Eric has played it and beaten it. And a lot of people I know who have played it have beaten it. And we're just too scared. And Which is funny, because I can watch horror movies, and I can't play horror games. But... Um, We'll have to figure something out because it freaks the hell out of me just thinking about that game. My brother's like, I played A and I met the tall woman. I'm like, I don't, I saw the trailer and I can't, I can't even finish the trailer. I can't do this. Oh, it's, you know why though? Because you can die in a video, in the video game. Like in the movie, if it's a two hour movie, I know that the hero won't die until probably the end. So, Whenever they're around, I know I they won't die. So what's to be Listen, scared? This is of? what you do in a game. I can die in the first games. like five ten minutes. <laughs> this is what you do for scary video games. You, the first time you see something scary, you run straight at it, let it kill you, and then you know, and then you know what happens. That takes all of the scariness out of it. <laughs> Dude, have you ever played Alien Isolation? Oh, I, I finished that. I love that game. That game is so goddamn. I'm working on that. I got. I went back and played it, and. Uh, I was just like, oh, this is actually way easier. I was overthinking something, and then I, I'm, like, flying through it. Well, that's the only problem with... Gorgeous um, game. Well, that game and a lot of the Resident Evil games is by the end, they're not even scary anymore. They just turn into, like, an action game. Like, by the end of Alien Isolation, you have, like, all... You know, you have the flamethrower. You have all these weapons that, you know, to deter the alien. So it's it makes it less scary and the same with resident evil you're so overpowered by the end that you're just blowing everything in the way away and that happens that happens at uh, in the end of resident resident evil 7 got that way and like, by the end you got dead space a fucking rocket launcher dead space was a fantastic yep, exactly. game and that i got all the way through all those and those were i mean towards the end by dead space 3 they're all kind of actiony but the first one was fucking scary i just played through the first dead space like a couple months ago and that game yeah that game was awesome and if you can play through that game, you could play through Resident Evil 7. Dead, Dead Space is creepy. Yeah, I can't play it through Dead Space. I played the first one at recent, like, I don't know, a year ago, and I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't do it. And I, like, and I have two and three. Like, Xbox just gold just, like, gives away shit like crazy. And I'm like, and I have all the Dead Space games. I'm like, dude, could you imagine if Dead Space got brought back? Ooh, They're making the a spiritual successor to Dead Space that, uh, oh, what was it called? But it's by it's by the the same uh, uh, creator from Dead Space. Huh. I forgot what it was Still called. Still at EA. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, they have the name. I think they just killed off Let's the. See. Oh, the Callisto Protocol is what it is called. Okay. Um, and it looked yeah, it's it's very uh, reminiscent of, of Dead Space. Um, yeah, it's helmed by Dead Space co-creator and Sledgehammer Games founder Glenn Schofield. So it's, it's okay. got that lineage, that Dead Space lineage. You know what I can play is arcane games. and Like, I played Prey, and that game was creepy as hell. Um, it had more of a Bioshock kind of feel for to me for the gameplay, so I didn't mind it too much. But that had some scary elements into it for sure. But I played that shit on easy because that's how I roll. Story mode is where it's at, y'all. Story Dude, yeah. mode we, is where it's at. If we play through uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Seven watch, needs that. <laughs> story you guys mode? can watch me stream. There is a uh, there is difficulties, I think. So you can we can just put it crank it down to to easy. Yeah, no story mode needs to be like it. the lights are turned on, the sounds <laughs> are not scary. You know, like, nobody pops out. I just lights off, to, headphones in a dark room. And I can't die. <laughs> 
Uh, and it's like in VR. I know it's in the VR and the PS4, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christmas, how could you play that, that game? That is too much for me. I tried it in VR, and the moment I stepped into uh, the Baker house, I was like, nope, I'm taking this off. I can't. <laughs> oh, fuck I can't. that. Like, I, I walked around, I explored the kitchen a little bit, and then I heard, like, some creaks and stuff, and I'm like, nope, I'm out of here. This is too much for me. Dude, that's good content, though. Maybe one day. One day, Dave Maybe and Brandon will we'll sit down and play some Resident 7, and then we'll do it with the VR, like you're saying. Oh, my God. We'll just take turns. All right. And then you go. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about as far as E3 goes? I know we talked... Just like randomly about some stuff with games and stuff like that but uh i don't know is there anything else you guys want to plug into otherwise you can go into metacritic mayhem it's up to you guys but um yeah i don't know i think it'll be good i think we could roll year. into it unless Dave i, I has have two quick else. ones i wanted to just hit on there's that george rr R. martin game elden ring oh elder elden, yeah. elden ring who knows yeah. I, I haven't seen anything about that but that would be kind of cool i'm curious kind of curious what george r has got up his sleeve with whatever this yes is. And then Dying Light Please, 2, tell I finished me about the it. first one this this year, or it might have been during COVID at some point, but Dying Light 1 was a Dying pretty Light's fun really good. game, and they had a lot of cool Dave, I was just studying on, yeah, Dying Light 2 is way bigger than I thought it was. Dying Light 2 looks very good. It yeah. looks so good. Those are my last two, though. Those are good, though. Okay, yeah, I saw that, because I saw one trailer for it, and it was just like, just all parkour action, but... When I saw this new one with like the world, I'm like, oh wow, Dying Light Two is actually a big deal, and that I love parkour and games. Mirror's Edge, the world is and, great. Yeah, they've introduced so. in Dying Light Two. Like I saw, like there, there's a lot with like decisions that you make affect the actual game world. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, um, that's that is definitely one I'm really excited about. Because uh, yeah, I just finished the first one um, last or you know not too long oh, ago. Oh okay, too, so. It's a good one. Very cool. I never did finish it, but surprise, I don't finish shit. I bought the like, DLC, too, and I haven't even explored that. God, I buy DLC. I'm like, oh, I have to finish um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm like, I have the City of Atlantis DLC. And when I bought it, they're like, do you want to, if you want to play this, you got to kind of, I'll, I don't know, forfeit the campaign. I'm like, no, I'll finish the campaign. I'm like, God damn it, I should have just. No, you won't. I know. It's just the same shit. It's like, yeah, so I don't know. I I love that game, but I got to go back and play that. I get get, like the spins when I think about my backlog, to be honest with you. Because I'm like, should I play Assassin's Creed Odyssey or should I play Breath of the Wild? Or should I play God of War? Or should I play Spider-Man? Or should I play Odyssey? Or should I play, you know, like, God, I just... So I love the Xbox surprise me button in their game menu. The surprise me button sometimes helps with that. You just kind of hit it and he just picks a random game for you. That's good. It's good fun there. I know. It does work. It, it put me on Halo 5 and I went and played. I spent a whole night just playing multiplayer. And I'm like, ooh, this is so buttery smooth. And I do have a nostalgia thing for Halo. Um, but yeah, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's do some Metacritic Mayhem. David... Uh, has not hosted this uh, game, so Eric did it first, I did it second, Dave will be taking over, and then we'll probably maybe introduce another game, and then we'll kind of yeah, rotate. Yeah, we might shake it up. Yeah. But uh, Dave, if you don't mind, kind of, did it, did did it, did get us into, yeah. Yeah, we need make a theme, a theme song, song for, for uh, this. Yeah, we should. It's coming. All right, I... 
I tried to stay close to a lot of the recent E3s. So a lot of these games are games that got announced, obviously, at E3. Came out, whether they're good or whether they're bad, I leave that up to you. The first game we have today is Cyberpunk for the Xbox. It was a... There's a big, big hot, hot to trot thing. Huge hype came out, and you know we all know how that story went. The second game to, that is going against Cyberpunk, both on the Xbox, is Marvel's Avengers, which oh my god, Dave, yeah, another also game that kind of Cyberpunk came out hyped and Marvel's Avengers, to kind of a you know, we'll see lukewarm reception. We've tried playing that a couple times, and it's it's not gone well. It's confusing you eyes and all sorts yeah, of Dave and I want to play it in like super long ass connect. load times so yeah it's bull- bullshit yeah all right well uh, yeah this is a uh, deceptively hard um it, it is I'll just yeah. I'll just go first uh yeah cuz both like you said both of them like out of the gate were kind of uh critically panned so but I think I mean cyberpunk is one of the biggest fucking debacles of the you know, in gaming for, you know, in recent memory. So I'm going with uh, Avengers is, is the higher rated game. Uh, Mr. Brandon. Uh, oh, no, I'm going to go. I have Avengers and I have played it. And it, I I want to like that game because the gameplay is really good. Uh, the char- It's good. It's a good game. Um, did, you, did you play through the uh, campaign? Yeah, I'm stuck on something right now. Um but I'm I'm I actually I got I'm 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 pretty far. I got almost everybody at this point. Um I think I get Captain America and that's about it. I love Black Widow. Story She's really good in this really game. Good, um but. Yeah, Thor's a good yeah. Uh no, I, I it's a great game. Um but I, I I don't know, Cyberpunk, it can't be that bad. Uh it can't be that bad. It's just buggy, right? But it's not bad, but I think like Avengers is kind of like you can't patch this. This is like if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. But I think Cyberpunk has like just passion. It'll be fine. So I'm gonna go with Cyberpunk has the higher score. All right. Well, Cyberpunk came in at roaring in at a 61 on Metacritic. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. I lost. Yeah. Avengers, Avengers is way on better. The Xbox. Wait, wait, wait. We get. We're, we're supposed to guess the score of the higher um, rated one. Too late. <laughs> Came in at oh, a 66. Sorry, Eric. Wait, Eric so wins that which round. Which one was higher rated? Marvel's Avengers. I I did three. Okay. I did three today, so we can do the best of three. Whoever whoever picks the okay. best of three. All right. There's no rules in Metacritic Mayhem. That's why it's Mayhem. <laughs> Our next pair that we have today is uh, another two E3 big games. Um, this one on PlayStation, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And on the Xbox, Ori, Will of the Wisps. Holy shit. Hold on Ooh. a second. Hold on a second. Wow. Ooh, these this are two highly rated games. Two really two good, good games. games. Yeah. Wow. This is a good picks. Um, yeah, David. Oh, all right. Hold all right, on Brandon, a second. You go first. Okay. All right. And I've played both. Um... I personally think Final Fantasy Remake is better. Um, yeah, it's so goddamn impressive. I'm sorry. I mean, like they both are. Like Ori is stunning, 
And I have not played it on the Xbox One X with the whole, like, 120 frames a second shit and all that stuff, which I, I bet is just, like, um, something to, to, to behold. But Final Fantasy VII Remake is so... And I got this nostalgia thing for it, so god damn it. But I don't know. I just want to go... I want to go with my heart. I want to go with Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Yes, that's my final answer. That's your final answer? Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to disagree and go with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That game is amazing. Like I if that's as close to a, a perfect game as almost as you can get. Like that was definitely well, I don't know, one of the best games I played last year. And mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. my favorite Metroidvania that I've Yeah, played. dude. I'll give you that. Um, it is really up there for sure. It is an absolutely gorgeous so I'm playing I played it on a one X yeah. this year and it was it was badass. So Even good. on my base Xbox One, it was beautiful, like, and it ran great. Um, mm-hmm. They optimized that game really well. Great controls. And, yeah, just fantastic. So I'm going to go with Orion Will of Wisps. Ah, shit. No, oh. you're making me r- regret. <laughs> you, you said final answer. The The winner today is uh, Mr. Eric. Ori and the Will of the Wisps came in at a 90 Final Fantasy VII came in at a meager 87. What? Wait, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on a second. Her. You're telling me Ori the Wisp got a 90? Yeah. That's what I... I Ori got a, a 90? Yeah. That's what I said. That deserves more. I think both games deserve way higher, like upper 90s. That's baloney because I've played games that people have... Here. All right. Well, you know what? You guys want you, you want a bonus question? Third? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you a I bonus question. I just want to do it for whatever. And... I lost, but yes. It's just I just and wanna... giggles. All right. And I tried to. This one, I tried to pick two games that are nothing alike again. Uh, both E3 announcements. Uh, we have first Microsoft's Flight Simulator for the personal computer. And then uh, for the Switch, Animal Crossing New Horizons. One of the oh, one of the banger look. games of twenty twenty. Oh, and there's Eric. <laughs> I got my shirt that on. Dirty right Tom now. Nook, son of a bitch. Oh, you want to go first? Oh man! All right. Uh, all right. So we got Flight Simulator. Microsoft Flight Simulator has years. Is right? a technical? I I would have to say a technical masterpiece almost because they roped in Definitely. all the satellite data and you can. It's, Sounds absolutely kind of crazy what they've done there, and then Animal Crossing it was hot shit of the Switch for the entire last I know, year. So I know, I mean, I know, I think I know what IGN gave both games, and I know IGN gave Flight Simulator a ten out of ten. So wow, really? That's tough. That's insane. Animal Crossing was an eight, I believe. Um, but okay. wow. I I mean obviously I haven't played Flight Simulator and I love Animal Crossing, so it's kind of I mean that's just I want to go with one Animal. place. This is Metacritic where everybody's opinion matters apparently. That is, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, both of them I mean reviewed very well. So, ah oh, man, I gotta I gotta say Animal Crossing just because I good because I was gonna say place I was gonna say heart. Microsoft Simulator. It has a special place in my heart, so I gotta go Animal Crossing. My heart has got nothing except three losses or two <laughs> losses. I lost it because of my heart. I was gonna say I already won anyway, so it's, yeah. it's all it's for, for some respect. It's for fun. We'll see. So you're going with Flight Simulator, Brandon? 
Yeah. Oh. Let me write this down because somebody has earned some respect. Microsoft Flight Simulator came in at a 91, where Animal Crossing New Horizons came in at a 90. Both very close. Really? Wow, that was very Both close. Very close. Man, one point but off. Again, I thought I they thought, would have higher. Yeah. I thought Flight Simulator would win, but I didn't know it was going to be that close. Yes, agreed. I thought they would be also in the upper 90s, like 94 to 99 or something like that. Yeah, so good job, guys. Wow. Congrats. Nice. You won an all-expenses-paid trip to Space Camp. Yeah. I love Space Camp. I mean, that's what everybody wants when they go on a game show, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, thanks, Dave, for, for doing Absolutely. the Metacritic. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, thanks for giving me a, a good, loss. Good picks. Um, Those were good picks. Yep, I think. Um, okay, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be kind of fun at the end right now to just kind of talk about some topics that we've been saying behind the scenes and... Uh, so to get to know the three of us better, Eric likes anime, My- and I don't mind anime, and Dave is not <laughs> into anime. He's not like he doesn't hate it. He's just you know I, I I agree with the reasons why he doesn't like it. But Dave, like we are sending you some cool scenes and stuff like that. I think um, we're deciding like what I want people to do when they listen to the show is to come with an open mind because. That's usually how I, you know, approach anything really is, is with an open mind. Like, let me judge if it's for me or not. And I think the world of anime is going to be something that's going to be different for Dave and I. And I've been in there a little bit, you know, in the nineties, I, I, that's where I was in it for a little bit. Um, but Eric definitely has played anime based games like Pokemon and, and shit. So I don't know. Expect, expect some kind of anime content coming up, and I, I don't. I hope people who are like Dave and I are like, I don't, I don't want to listen to it. Like, I hope you do because we will be going into it differently than fans of anime. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. That's all I ask. Uh, if we do an episode, do you want to? Uh, do you want to commit to it for next week? My I, idea. Um, it's doable for sure. Um, so, okay, so I'll be straight up honest. We are talking about uh, a specific show called uh, My Hero Academ- Academy? Academia. Academia, Academia. yeah, thank you, yeah. Yep. And uh, Eric basically pitched it. It's it's anime X-Men with, like, younger students or something like that. So, and I know Dave just watched, I haven't watched at all any of it, but it's called Invincible on Amazon, oh, yeah. which is like um, the one. boys meets anime, in, but westernized. So, Dave, I don't know. What are you thinking, Dave? What are, what are you thinking right now? Like, I mean, I'm, I would give anything a chance. From uh, from the clips I've seen, I like, I'm a big fan of the animation and some of the, some of the different kind, versions I of storytelling. I think Dave, you know, you got to get used to it. I think if Dave gave it a chance, he would like it. I really think you would like it. Animation-wise, I'm there. And I think you would like it, Brandon. I think you would like it a lot, Brandon. I, Dude, I love Attack on Titan, and that was the last anime that I really got into. And I, I only watched the first season, actually, and it was just like, this is so... It's got, yeah, it's got the tropes of anime, stuff that would drive, like, somebody, like, you know, a 40-year-old white dude 
like like you're like oh my god this is so lame or perverted or slow or like weird i don't get why it was so dramatic but that show is really good and i like the movies that i've seen in the past and i i I do have a soft spot for it so i'm excited actually eric i i would like to get into another anime real quick i love that it's 20 minute episodes because that's what attack on titan kind of was or something like that it was like 20 25 minutes they're usually really yeah they're usually really short trigon i think it was like that back in the day yeah okay so so i'll do it you could watch the first season in like if you watch it all the way through you could watch it in like three hours Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm going to get my notes out. I'm going to be very honest. I'm not going to, like, cater to one side or the other. I'm going to come back with a very... You guys know me. I, I, I'm very open and honest. I am i don't care. I just... <laughs> I'm not a jerk. I, if I don't like a game, I don't like a game. I don't like a movie. I don't like a movie. I love something. I love it. Like, it's just me. I don't... You can do you, and I'll do me. So... um yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be... Anime in general is a weird spot for a lot of people because, like, the Animatrix for um, the Matrix movies was really cool. And I don't know, there's um, some anime out there just sprinkled in random spots. I think uh, if you like Tarantino, if you watched Kill Bill, there's a scene that's straight up anime. Um you know, so it's it's something that I think people should take a little bit serious is if they like movies and video games and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's kind of how I'm approaching it. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear uh, Dave's takes, knowing yeah. Dave's interests. Yes. I think I think he'll appreciate it, but also have some things he won't sure, like. Sure, there's it. always that weird like cultural differences and stuff like that. Where I don't know, just their version of dialogue or storytelling or stuff like that changes but i mean stories in general like every every culture has been telling stories for thousands of years so i mean it's everybody's got their own flavor to it so it's just you know it's just a different flavor of storytelling so i'll I'll definitely give it anything a try so we'll see all right um okay i i think we're at the end of this episode is there anything you guys want to close in on kind of i don't care really what it is just you know, whatever you got. You just say our, uh, our our uh, Twitter. You can follow us at, at Nomads Fantasy on Twitter. Um, if you want, you could send us an email at nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com with any comments, questions, feedback, all that good stuff. Um, I don't read that's the what emails. I, I just so wanted to get send in there. Anything you guys want. <laughs> anything. Send them all. I'll, I'll be the one reading them. Yeah, we kind of have like this. Everybody's taking on roles. I do the editing. Uh, yeah, so like, yeah, so yeah, Eric, that's awesome. Um, thanks for doing that. Yeah, this this is gonna grow. Um, you know, so if people do come across a show, uh, are liking the content, they have ideas, uh, more than welcome for sure. I would love to answer questions. I would love to kind of get a community going on, some fellow nomads and stuff like that. Um, we're going to do this regardless. Uh, we think we have some good content. So we're just going to put it out there and just kind of praise the cool worlds that we experience um, across all the different mediums. And sometimes we'll be focused. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes we'll just have like random topics for an episode. And 
that's kind of what to expect from the show. But like, we're only three episodes in. So if you're listening to this later on, like we're just trying to figure stuff out. Um, so hang in there with us. Uh, I hope that the quality of our audio is getting better. Um, and we're, we're trying to learn as we go. Um, but that's just, we just want to get this uh, show going. And, uh, yeah, so E3 is going to be coming up. Uh, it'd be fun to kind of look back on this episode and just kind of see what was delivered. And it's not really a show about speculation. Um, we're going to be throwing some animes in there. I think maybe I also want to, cause animes, TV shows and stuff like that. I want to get into, uh, an episode or two that's just maybe about movies or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so whatever you guys are thinking also, you know, everybody's just allowed to kind of get in the conversation, but this is the point of the show. So I'm going to wrap it up. That was my little spiel. Uh, I want to plug that in there. Please, if anybody's listening to this, please contact us. Give us ideas, praise, any critique you got for us. And uh, I'm done talking. Eric and Dave, you want to say goodbye? Uh, that'd be cool with me. And let's uh, wrap it up. I'll see y'all in the cyberverse. How's that? Does that work? I'll see you all in the anime verse next week <laughs> yeah we'll we'll have fun with that yeah i'm looking forward to it so uh if if um you're listening to this episode and you want to keep up with us uh, my hero academia season, season one. one yep cue it up um and i think funimation.com has it for free or something like that it might have some commercials in there but but yeah uh cool i'll see everybody in the next episode thank you again guys and we're out Combat movie has a 44 on Metacritic. What the fuck is that? Come on.